In this episode of the Quick Pod Podcast starring Ace, Nell, and Jake, we discuss the fallout from the Royal Rumble, the future of AEW and some of the superstars that could potentially sign there, and of course, Nell's ever-growing love for Ronda Rousey. Oh, and there's a little piece about me going crazy about the Hardcore Championship. Welcome everyone once again to the brand new Quick Pop 2019 edition. Now newer, shinier, and uh, less on schedule ever than ever. Uh, <laughs> it's once again your hostess with the most procrastinationist uh, Ace of Spades card here. And uh, joined with me are my two regular co-hosts. We've got uh, Nailstar. What it do. It, it, it do. And uh, <laughs> our, our newest uh, ragamuffin upstart who decided to do the nxt route and show up and win two pick'em <laughs> championships in a row two time, two time. it's not a two-time if you never lost it okay you're just <laughs> you're just still the current <laughs> champion new day new day wasn't two-time champs until they lost the championship and got it back okay they were just champs fine then the reigning there you, champ. There that? you go. The reigning champ oh yeah by the way this is jacob say, I, I can say two times because as you say champ does champ things by the way, this is Jacob, and uh, I'm starting to every every minute, every day, get closer and closer to Nell's uh, version of he cheated. But anyway, uh, it's <laughs> it's 29. He didn't cheat. It's 2019, y'all. Uh, <laughs> we are we we do we're alive. We do still exist. Um, it's just really hard going through the holiday season and then the new year. And then uh, there was the whole thing where America quit working for a while, so we had to turn it off and then turn it back on. Except we forgot the turn it back on part, uh, and it's just <laughs> and it's just really hard to get content out when you're just worrying on day to day. But we're back, and uh, I think we actually have some plans in mind to make this a little more regular, uh, a little less of a recap, more of a show. Uh, that being said, let's launch right off with the big yeah. news that just actually recently happened, which is the Triple R, the Royal Rumble recap. Um, there were the Royal Rumble itself was actually not bad this time around. Like they've been in the past bad, where when somebody wins, you're like, why did they win? But I feel like with the exclusion of the kickoff show, because let's be real, if WWE didn't care, then why should we? There was actually a fair amount of decent matches and not a whole lot of, like, why, though, matches. Uh, yeah. Again, if you don't count the kickoff show, which if you don't know, WWE realized at the last minute, oh, crap, it's a two-hour kickoff show and we can't just talk about the Royal Rumble for an hour and a half. So they randomly threw in a match where the tag team champions faced off against one half of the Revival and one half of uh, the Authors of Pain. Uh, which they had a, a neat thing of like, if you guys win, you'll get title shots. And then they lost because, mm -hmm. because oops, we forgot this was the match. Um, was, what, without dwelling on it too much, uh, what was your favorite rumble moment, Royal rumble match specific moment, men's and or women's. Uh, and what was your favorite match overall? I'll give the floor to our champion first, Jake. Uh, match overall for me has to be Becky and Oscar. Uh, I thought it was a solid match to start the show. Uh, it was a good match to set the pace. I just thought it was good to uh, convey the storyline. It was a great way to do it. You know, Becky loses. It can't, you know, can, can Becky do it? How does she rebound? How does she get to WrestleMania? Royal Rumble moment. Uh, 
I think Casey doing her little ninja warrior climb. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. That I very much enjoyed watching that. I I enjoyed it too. I did feel like they like I know it's not an actual thing. I feel like they were encroaching on Kofi's territory a little bit. Like all of a sudden, like every every other person had a cool get back in the rumble thing. And I don't know. I just always felt like that was Kofi's thing. Well, I mean, yeah. I think with the women, they have to find somebody that like not necessarily that's their thing but you know to give them those exciting moments i mean i, mean, yeah. I know they already had naomi walking the wall but uh yeah. I, I i don't know i think they need somebody to try to uh have those moments for the women as well yeah and that, and i guess that's fine but then why like they very much did the shotgun paper against the wall thing of like uh everybody do it and then let's see who everybody talks about yeah, I, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. It does. It does kind of feel like okay. We need a female Kofi. So like three of you do it, and then we'll tell you which one is Kofi. Right. Uh, nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with like them doing that because all of them were impressive. But when you saw it so many times, then the men's rolls around and Kofi does it, and you're like, I mean, it's not really exciting anymore because we've seen like five other people do something. So I don't know. I feel like it took away a little bit from Kofi's quote unquote tradition. Oh, yeah, so I'm just a huge Ninja Warrior fan, and I'm just any, oh, yeah. anytime they do crazy stuff like yeah. that, I'm I'm for it. Oh, for sure, for know. sure. It's it's fun. It's it's playful. I mean, there yeah. may have been a little bit too much of it, but at the same time, like, why not showcase the women's athleticism? Oh yeah, no, that's what that's what I'm saying. It's like nothing yeah. wrong with them doing it. Just like it it made when Kofi finally came around to it, I was like, oh, you're like the fifth guy to do it now, you know. <laughs> Like, it wasn't special. It wasn't like, oh, Kofi's here. We're going to see a moment. It was like, all right, Kofi. They they flipped and bounced and walled and everything. What are you going to do? And I feel like... Yeah, I think what been, and I feel like... I think what been, go ahead. Sorry, man. So I was about to say, I think what would have been even better is if they, in the men's, would have had somebody do, like, a crazy thing in front of Kofi and just have Kofi sit there like, no, no, no that's my thing. <laughs> just picks him up and throws him yeah. out on principle. Yeah. Like, like, Kofi's like, no, you don't get to do this. Oh, man. So, Nell, same question to you. Uh, favorite match outside the Women's Royal Rumble? Probably the Cruiserweight Championship match. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That was a good one for you, yeah. Uh, dude, I, I, anytime Kalisto and Akira Tozawa are in a ring, I'm happy. Oh, like, yeah. that's, that, that for me, it's like you, it's two of the most talented guys on the roster. And if you can make Buddy Murphy look good, then you've got to be one heck of a, a wrestler. Yeah, I just kind of hate that they continue to put it on the kickoff show. I'd, I'd really like to see them pay attention to the cruiserweights a little more. And then, uh, I, I mean, favorite moment? Like, do I have to answer this? Well, yeah, that's kind of how this I, question format works. I mean, isn't it obvious? Becky Lynch coming in and winning the Rumble? Yeah. Like, that's hands down. Oh, yeah. If you didn't know, I'm the biggest Becky Lynch fan in the world. Really? Cause... I've been since before the man gimmick. Oh, yeah. that's. I mean, your Twitter bio, bio says so. Uh, always yeah. has and definitely wasn't recently changed. Yeah, no, not no. at all. It wasn't recently changed. No. Um, it wasn't changed yeah. like, like Sunday night? Yeah. No, not at all. No, no. no. It's, it's just silly. It's been there since Saturday at 11.59 p.m. Duh. <laughs> yeah duh no nah, i uh it's been fun to watch becky's journey from whenever she first won the smackdown's women championship and then like to where she is now and just like the natural booking and like so for her to come in at number 30 or 31 however you want to look at it it was 31 <laughs> uh it was pretty it was, it was just cool and like 
there was a huge pop in the crowd and like that was awesome and i enjoyed it and i loved it and i love becky it was weird though because (laughs) the way they did it was with the lana angle and if you're not the kind of person that watches the kickoff show uh that made no sense to you that all of a sudden they were like lana's coming down with literally one leg you're just like Mm -hmm. why like people have been pulled from the rumble for less like if you get hit by a chair backstage they're like nah bro you're out uh we're gonna send in this guy now yeah so it was really weird that they were like yeah let's watch her painfully awkwardly walk (laughs) down the 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 aisle (coughs) what about you ace uh so my favorite match overall uh would probably i don't want to pick something that y'all already picked uh you can but it, no I, no i'll have to, i'll have to give it to daniel bryan versus aj styles uh mainly because daniel bryan has evolved into a very natural heel that you can hate but still love because he's daniel bryan as well as aj styles showing like that very ferocious i want my title back feel yeah uh the only thing that i always crack up is like for the longest time daniel bryan was made fun of backstage for being like a vegan and mm-hmm. now that now that's his character like yeah. now he's getting paid massive amounts of money to be that exact thing that they used to make fun of yeah and it's made him like one of the hottest heels they have right now right yeah i i will but never I... forget the the vegan friendly title belt because i'm like that's all the belt looks awesome i don't care the the belt looks awesome it does i want love it i keep checking wwe shop hoping that they'll sell a replica of it oh you know they will sooner or later they will will. once they start doing that i will drop the money to buy one but dude i i'm gonna say like aj styles daniel bryan was a good match but it was the same thing we've seen like three times now oh yeah it's they like keep the same match and i was like it's just getting stale at this point they keep it's making... like brock versus Braun. yeah like, you can only do it so many times yeah i mean it's but it's one of those things where like even multiple times you still you could still look at like brian and aj and go like no you know what y'all you guys can put on a show still like no matter what you guys can still put on a show yeah, yeah. it's one of those things to where it's like such a spooled wrestling fan because i do agree with slate i'm like yeah it was good but i'd seen it before but at the same time it's like two of the best guys doing it and and you can look at that match and be like eh, it, you know it wasn't as fun for me but it's like it's still an amazing match they're still doing awesome things you know it's just i guess we get bored with it but it's just yeah. one of those what a good time to be a wrestling fan because if you can watch daniel bryan and aj and be bored that's telling you how good the match quality is at right now yeah yeah something like that um uh, and as for favorite rumble moment uh gosh too many to name like i said i'll i'll always be a fan of you know the kofi method uh of rumbling uh, it would probably have to be <laughs> watching naya get her comeuppance uh in the I'd- ring Oh, dude, that RKO was awesome. I'm surprised you didn't pick Hornswoggle. Completely uh, surprised you didn't pick Hornswoggle. I wanted to. I wanted to. <laughs> but it goes against everything I stand for when it's like a man winning the women's thing or a woman win- winning the man's thing. Yeah. Like like when Nia showed up, I was like, this is stupid and dumb. Get out. Because uh, mm-hmm. it, like it looked like they were trying to course correct too hard from the women's money in the bank thing. So, like, I want to pick Hornswoggle because you're like, oh, God, I forgot you're still, like, technically employed by them. And they could just be like, we need a midget. Call Hornswoggle. <laughs> Call him. Get me there. Excuse me. Oh, my goodness. Excuse me, Vince. Uh, we need a midget. Don't worry. I got a guy. Yeah. Uh, 
but no, Naya Naya getting super super kicked and special. Like I I kept imagining, like it was a real like video game thing, and like someone was decided <laughs> to be cheeky and like, haha, look, I can bring this person in, and everybody had specials stored, and so they were just like hitting them on her. That's kind of the scenario that played out in my head. So I was like, all right, yeah, that's what you get, Naya, get out of here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Royal Anything. Rumble, not not the worst thing. Uh, not, not the best. Oh no 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 no! Far from the best. And, uh, I think for the fact that it was like seven hours, it th- that alone like almost is an accomplishment because it's like you actually held my attention for all seven hours. Yeah, they're de- whether or not you think it was the best or the worst. Like usually, if they do a seven hour pay per view by hour three or four, even if there's matches coming up that I'm looking forward to, I'm like, can we just get to like the one or two I like? And yeah. I actually felt engaged the whole time. Yeah, there definitely yeah. wasn't. So good on them in at least making it enough to keep attention. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. There definitely wasn't a bathroom break match. Uh, yeah. I actually kind of disagree with that statement because what you just said, Ace, because I feel like the entire men's Royal Rumble match was forgettable. Well, yeah. Really? It wasn't terribly special. It was outshined by the women's match. Which doing anything after that women's Royal Rumble match, you were destined for everyone to be bored, hoping that we got our hype back. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but I, I don't understand why they didn't end with that. Like, is that moment when Becky comes out and you realize that they're going to let her go? Like, whether you say, you know, I saw it coming or not, it is still a big moment. And just hearing the crowd erupt and watching that, I don't know why that wouldn't be the ending. Yeah, that should have been the yeah. exclamation point on that show. I guess it's I'm just like, oh, because. Seth won. Cool. He got beat up by Bobby Lashley and sat outside the ring for a while. And so did Braun Strowman. And here we are. Yeah. I mean, it's, but that's just it, though. It's easy to look back at it and go that the men's royal rumble was kind of very meh but like as it was happening like the men's royal rumble comes up i didn't feel like oh i can run to the bathroom real quick because i want to see each and every person that comes out and like oh did this person come out oh who did this person come out that's yeah. so like in hindsight yes that would have been the bathroom match because there wasn't a whole lot to miss but as yeah. it was happening you're you never knew like who's who's coming next who's coming next so mm-hmm. That's all I meant. It's like, and that's what Jake was saying. Like four, seven hours, we were engaged. There wasn't any match where we were like, okay, well, I really don't care about the results of this. So, if I need to go drop a deuce, then I can go drop a deuce. <laughs> unless, right. unless you were at the kickoff show and they're like, oh, raw tag teams. And it's like, oh, I'll get back to you. Okay, ba- yep, I'll, I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back. I gotta go get. So, a, I gotta go get a pizza. But uh, yeah, it's roll, it's 2019 though. We've got a lot, a lot to discuss. Um, lots of news on all fronts. You know, we're we're very heavily WWE centric here, uh, but we've got some uh some experts uh mm-hmm. in line that are going to inform the masses about some of the other ones. Uh, I think we should go the WWE route and then touch on everything else because I feel like what's happening in WWE is affecting a lot of other things. Oh, for um, sure. Like a lot of the. A lot of the things that have to do with one are because somebody else did something. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the biggest news right now, I think, coming out of this is uh, coming out of the Royal Rumble weekend is the fact that Dean Ambrose isn't renewing his contract. Bray Wyatt is congratulating uh, Daniel Bryan on the championship, and Dolph showed up for the Rumble but hasn't been seen anywhere else. So it's like, what is going on in the WWE for like three? 
of what you could argue is three of their top stars. Dean's leaving. Bray, we haven't seen in dang near a year, it seems like. And Dolph is hosting comedy shows. Yeah, so the Dean thing, I'm torn on because I've heard so many sides to it. Um, yeah. I'm more or less convinced, like you are, that he's he's probably out like for real. Yeah. But ever since that happened, there have been a lot of people speculating that the announcement that he's not renewing is a work uh yeah and i mean it's not out of the realm of possibility for wwe to do something like this but it would be weird if they publicly announced someone was leaving well before because most of the time they only say someone's leaving when they leave or when they themselves like are like no he's he's out we've let him yeah I, like I, I get like I get the the talk that it's a work, and I understand that portion of it. But at the same time, whenever you have reports coming out that like none of the talent backstage or none of the none of the creative team knew about it, like that like if the creative team doesn't know about it, like that makes me think it's more legit. And I mean, and you read all these stories, and you, you I mean, you you kind of see it that Dean's fed up with the character and the way that his his story's been going creatively. And then you couple that with the fact that he is really close friends with Chris Jericho, who is now with All Elite. So it's like, maybe this is real. And if it is, are we going to see him in All Elite? Is John Moxley going to make a return? Or is he just going to kind of do go do his own thing? Yeah, I don't know. It, it's weird because I feel like it was just like a month or two ago that Dean was on the hot list. And then yeah. now all of a sudden... I don't know if something's actually changed or like he feels like it's changed. Like, but it just, it just kind of came out of nowhere that like Dean was like, "Yeah, you know what? Never mind." I was like, "You haven't even been back like a year." Mm-hmm. The fact that the landscape of wrestling has changed because, like you just said, like you know, like was it that things actually changed creatively or he just got tired of it? I think it's more so if he is leaving and it's that he wants to leave to wrestle somewhere else there was never that option. Like if he was leaving, he was going to have to do the Cody Rhodes thing, which is go to the Indies, start just hitting up every place to try to, you know, get this groundswell of support so that then you can make the type of money that you made there. Where now it's that AEW from what everybody's saying is offering WWE type contracts or at least something comparable. And so therefore he is now, if he's been unsatisfied with creative for, let's say, Let's even say a year just to throw out a number. He's been unsatisfied. Six months ago, he was just like, you know, I'll just, I'll, whatever they give me, I'll just make it work. Well, now mm-hmm. he doesn't have to make it work. He can go somewhere else and do what he wants to and still yeah. get paid about the same amount of money. Yeah. yeah. He's Dean Ambrose. Like, you're talking one of the top stars of WWE and probably one of the most favorite stars in WWE. Not only is he, you know, get top push a lot. But everyone loves him. Everybody loved or hated or was involved in in, in in the heel turn. And everyone, what like a collective freak out whenever he returned um, <clears throat> from his injury. And like before that, like the lunatic fringe was just an awesome character on the mic and in the ring. And so, I mean, Dean Ambrose has the benefit of being able to do kind of whatever he wants moving forward. And I mean, it's, it's kind of like, I was definitely a Cody, right? Like Cody's big enough, was big enough that he left WWE and was able to do whatever he wants. And now look at him. He's running a promotion. Yeah. Well, see, because he was a member of the shield, which no matter how you felt about the shield, 
The Shield was the three guys that WWE decided after they first broke up the Shield, okay, these are the three workhorses of the company. Mm -hmm. We're going to build around these three guys. So it's one of the guys that they built the company on. And if he does go to AEW, to Scott Hall going to to WCW. Oh, when, yeah. it was, when it was like the first guy, it's like he may not be the biggest guy they have, but he was one of the top guys jumping ship and made people notice. They're like, oh, wait, this other show has guys that I liked from over there, but they're doing different stuff with them and stuff. Like to me, this is this is a Scott Hall situation to where they could have just mm -hmm. have grabbed a guy that he gets enough eyes of people that may not know the Young Bucks, may have remembered Cody, but, you know, aren't indie wrestling fans or ROH fans and stuff that would watch this product and actually, you know, get people that wouldn't normally watch AEW. Yeah, and and not only that, Dean goes over there, then you look at, you know, these other top stars from WWE that are mm -hmm. all yeah. set to expire, and they're like, holy crap, Dean's making this much money. What can I make if I go over there? And yeah. and then AEW is a legitimate, like, I, I don't, ever want to consider AEW to be a competitor to WWE because I don't think that's what they're going to try and do. They're just I don't going to think try and, and do their own thing and have fun with it. And I think whenever people see that, like, oh, we're going to be able to like have more creativity like we did whenever we worked in the indies, but it's a major promotion. So it's it for me, AEW is like the indies going big, if you will. And, yeah, and no, so I Dean would, opens that up for everybody. Yeah, it's, it's very much almost like the... Uh, the internet like company debate where the big guys aren't going to go anywhere, but having healthy competition elsewhere where someone could feasibly mm -hmm. not look at your product because this exists will improve the product overall. At least it's supposed to the internet. Yeah. The internet thing may not be the best uh, analogy because some internet companies just don't care, but it yeah. health, healthy competition will help because if not necessarily like, Oh, We've got to do better because we could lose everybody, but just like mm -hmm. they're there now at their like what we built is now building that up. Yep. We need to we need to bring people back and sell them on the new hot thing. Yeah. And we'll get we'll we'll get into AEW later, but um so like and we'll, we'll talk about that because a lot's changing in the wrestling world and that's gonna need its own little segment. But oh, for uh sure. and then we got we got Bray Wyatt who's been teasing stuff on Twitter for how many months now? Ever since Matt Hardy got hurt, we haven't seen Bray. And there's rumblings of he's coming back as a new character, as a baby face. And it's like, are we going to see Bray now that Rowan's with Daniel Bryan? Are we going to get like a new and improved Wyatt family and they're all back together? Like, if what's going on? If Bray comes back, I would much rather him either come back as just Bray or as a new character. Uh, mm -hmm. I feel like we've had too many iterations of the Wyatt family returning uh, with yeah. different different folks and different strokes that I feel like it would almost be like a meme of its own of like, uh, you know, oh, do you have a beard? You're in the Wyatt family. Like, <laughs> so that's Call me. The, I'm available. I, well, that's a whole other story. Um, but I do feel like <laughs> I do feel like that, like if that happens, 
I won't be as invested because it'll be like, oh, you know, this is what Bray does. He disappears for a while and then the Wyatts get back and then he disappears for a while and then the Wyatts get back. So I think they need to have fun with it, right? Like if he does come back, I would like to see them really push Bray as the new quote unquote new Undertaker, like make him the new spooky boogie or give him a new character. Yeah. I agree. This time I'd almost say new character because it's like he's technically been the new Undertaker just without actually being pushed. That's my point, though. I would like <laughs> to see one. <laughs> I would just like I would like to see him doing the supernatural stuff, doing like doing what Undertaker used to get away with. He doesn't necessarily have the pedigree yeah. to, you know, crucify the boss's daughter anymore. But <laughs> but I would definitely like him to, like, I you mean, know, like, don't do I mean, who is it all for doing that again? I, I, can, I mean, I are you talking it. about the current authority? <laughs> uh, couldn't see an internet backlash about that at all. None. But uh, so, yeah, we got Bray. Bray hopefully comes back um, before uh, Mania, hopefully, so that he can get some sort of Mania card going. And, um, then, uh, and then with Ziggler, I mean, I want to care about Ziggler, but Ziggler, like, pops in and out of wrestling almost as bad as John Cena. Yeah. yeah like, he keeps being like, oh, I'm going to go be a comedian, guys, and then re-signs a contract. So, in all honesty, whenever I hear rumors that's like, oh, Ziggler's been talking to Cody, and he may go to AEW, first thing I think of is like, oh, Ziggler told Vince he's talking to Cody so he can big- get a bigger contract to just stay where he's at. Yeah, yeah. that's what I feel. Is cause Zig- I felt like... Ziggler's fine with just like coasting. I feel like nothing wrong with that, but I feel like he's very much a coasting superstar. Like, yeah, yeah. whatever. I don't come out with an intro anymore. It's whatever. I yeah. also think he may look at this more as like an acting, a physical acting gig, where it's like I've been champion, I've been this. If they want to give it to me, cool. If not, whatever. I'll go out there, play my character, do the storyline, and then go do my comedy thing. Yeah, yeah. like I, I'm just here to earn my paycheck for my next project. You know. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but it's interesting. You, you brought up earlier, you know, how there's like healthy competition uh, out there in like the wrestling world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have something that I've just been kind of mulling in my head. Is WWE hurting themselves by being too good? Uh, and by that, I mean, we can all agree that compared to the main roster, NXT is a more original better received product overall adam uh, cole baby and so on I and such forth um <laughs> it's just i don't know if it's because trips himself you know like handles it or yeah. if it's just like when you're the lower talent you're not expected to like reach these perfect like tv standards i don't i don't know what yeah. it is but i feel like is nxt shooting wwe in the foot accidentally because yes because <laughs> i well, don't even know if it's accidental i think trips is just like i'm well, better than you vince well we all know that as soon as vince uh finally forgets to take his immortality potion that uh that's going to be who the wwe passes to like it's not even a shadow of the doubt shane might yeah. get it but shane will be like <laughs> no here hunter it's yours no he's uh, gonna shane will get it and then book himself to win every title at the same time well so it'll be vince um i mean he's best in the world haven't you guys heard oh yeah, yeah. didn't you know that shane's the best in the world he doesn't need to run but, the wb he's just already the best no, in the world. i 100 percent agree with you uh nxt is good it's it's fun to watch well, the amount of content that they that they uh slam into an hour compared to 
the the crap that we're seeing on Mondays and Tuesdays. Like, well, in I, all honesty, I guess what really brought it up to me is there have been a lot of pay per views that have come up that have been decent pay per views, and we would have probably looked at them in a much brighter you know spotlight if Takeover or some you know whatever for NXT was not literally the night before because at the NXT pay-per-views they bring that same level of original goodness that they bring to every week in a pay-per-view format and it's not that necessarily I feel like it's not necessarily that WWE is doing poorly or doing bad but maybe it's just that okay (laughs) we can agree that there are some things that WWE does right but I feel like you, we don't see them in as great as a spotlight because the spotlight was so hard on Saturday that we yep. it, unintentionally compare to like, I, I, I think it all stems from the fact that if you look at NXT <coughs> and you look at the guys who are being pushed, it's not, it's not Vince McMahon's big guy that's right. getting pushed in NXT. It is literally the guys who go in there day in and day out and put on the best matches. So if, if you look at Ricochet, Johnny, Gar- Johnny Gargano, you look at Tommaso Ciampa, you look at Alistair Black, you look at Shayna Baszler, Bianca Belair, I mean, Lacey Evans, even though she's she's up on the main roster now, um, even Casey. Like, you look at the people who are out there day in and day out in NXT, and they're hands down, like, I would, I, I would even say they're better than 99% of the main roster, and they're being booked as such. So whenever you have... NXT booking the better wrestlers who actually carry the titles and carry the brand, of course they're going to do better than than WWE. And I think that is where WWE is shooting themselves in the foot is that Vince is at a stranglehold on creative and and wants to sleep with Brock Lesnar every other night. And so we're stuck with a champion that shows up once every three months. Not if Brock has anything to say with it lately, if rumors are to be held. Yeah, and... I'm just, just watch that WrestleMania video. Vince uh, dropped. Oh an my god! On yes, yeah, <laughs> the one that I mean, happened like, right after. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, it's like the honeymoon may be over. Yeah, yeah they, I mean it is, and Brock needs to drop the title. But then you have you have like true people who are who have built their own heat and have like risen to the top, kind of on their own, like Braun, only to have it thrown up, kind of just completely thrown away because they wanted to push Roman so so much and I, I think now that roman's gone we're seeing the fallout of that right like ratings are down the matches are meh the storylines are mad because you built up one person so much and then as soon as he's gone you put the title back on a part-timer and everyone's like well why are we watching this it's gonna be the same thing until wrestlemania when seth finally beats him yeah it, it's yeah. it really is like oh it's it's you know june july august september october like it's we're literally just doing this again okay well yep Get back All to right, who's Braun gonna squash this time? Well, and Brock. Brock. yeah, I was about to say I'm I, I fine think, with Bra- or Braun squashing someone because he does it so well. I think to your point, Ace, uh, with the initial question, I think originally it wasn't an issue because NXT, like with the indie fans or like the the niche, you know, hardcore wrestling fans, they watched NXT, they watched the takeovers, they loved it. But your casual fan wasn't really seeing it. But mm-hmm. now we're like two years into having takeovers at all the big four and now you promote them on raw you promote them on smackdown so i think vince they still have that mindset of like oh yeah you know the internet's talking about that nxt stuff but that's a niche group of fans and stuff like that and i think they haven't realized that that niche group 
like more casuals are watching it. So it's now starting to just be your audience is now watching these takeovers. So mm -hmm. I think it is hurting the product because th it's a pro it's a problem they've created. They wanted to promote the takeovers to have more people watch takeover, but now the more people that watch takeover is watching the pay per view the next night and be like, oh, that's not as good as the thing you told me to watch last night. Why am I why am I watching this mm -hmm. thing when that thing's better? Well, I guess. What, and I well, I guess what I mean is, you don't put the Pro Bowl on right before this or you don't put the super bowl on right before the pro bowl exactly yeah and so i think like it's a problem that they have it's a problem that they have to fix but they won't because they want the weekend for the big four events to feel bigger so they want more stuff for people to do and more money to get spent that weekend but i i think it is hurting the product because rumble daniel bryan aj styles that should have been a great match but if you look at NXT TakeOver and then watch that match, you're like, oh, I can name two to three matches off TakeOver that was better than that match. Yeah. But that's two of their top talent. So Every why match on TakeOver was better than that match. Like that, that's, that's inherently the problem, especially when you have better workers. Like War Raiders was hands down, to me, the best match on TakeOver. And it was the first thing. And so if you're new to this, like, like you guys are saying, like if you're new to this and you're like, okay, I'm going to watch NXT because you guys told me to. And then I watched that War Raiders match versus uh, Undisputed Era. I'm like, why isn't WWE giving me the, this level of content every week? Yeah, that's my thing. Is like, it's a, it would be a simple fix, but like you said, they don't want to tarnish their their Big Four weekend. It would literally mm -hmm. just be as simple as putting it on the week before, or the week after, because yeah, because let, Takeover let, happens. The next one takeover happens you get hyped for that and then you get monday and tuesday to readjust back to being in like the main roster mindset it's mm -hmm. that it's the problem of we watch monday tuesday we get you know nxt on wednesday and then we get takeover and we're like ah hype for takeover and then sunday rolls around and you're there every wb's like hey 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 royal rumble and you're like oh yeah hold on uh, i guess i'll watch that but you're already thinking about what you watched the night before i think you need a weak palate cleanser to to get back in that mindset not saying the like not saying that not like wwe that, oh i know they're not because like jake said they like that big weekend feel of their big four yeah because i mean for like rumble for the big four you have access leading up to it and you're already in the city all the every all the talent's already there so you're able to just kind of throw everybody in and and have a weekend and make more money because at the end of the day that's all they care about oh money. yeah it's just i don't know it it definitely feels like that like they played the super bowl and then they play the pro bowl and they want us to get hyped for the pro bowl uh maybe consider that your nxt has gotten big enough to the point where they can have their own sunday pay-per-views like that's a that's an option but i mean takeover has become such an event in itself now like changing it i think would only hurt it I mean, I guess, but I mean, would you would you really not watch it if it happened on a Sunday instead of a Saturday? No, but I no, I I definitely watch it because I like NXT better than the the big product. So that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, what if you know it just had its own schedule? Like there was the NXT Big Four. Like instead of instead of treating NXT as the minor leagues, treat them as just like your treat it like your better cruiserweights okay i'm just gonna say it treat it like the cruiserweights but not garbage there are said oh, another it. Thing, another thing that wwe can learn from nxt is less is more we just had a takeover before royal rumble everyone says it's probably the best event obviously that weekend 
guys, he wasn't even in a match. Velveteen Dream, one of their top guys, wasn't even in a match. Like, they didn't use everyone, and it's still phenomenal. It's like, yeah. maybe every month, don't use everybody. And that way, so then, like, when, like, one month, but he's on the next month, it feels bigger. It feels more special. Yeah, WWE mm-hmm. definitely has the the logic in mind of, like, if we build them up the weeks before, it has to end at that pay-per-view. And I'm like, no, yeah. like, you can do something at the pay-per-view that furthers the story. It doesn't have to be a match. Like, you can literally, like, have a segment, you know, if you want, at your pay-per-view where such and such is doing something and then something happens to that person and it furthers it. And, okay, we're going to settle this at this. You don't always have to settle it at the next pay-per-view. Yeah. Agreed. Long story short, come on, WWE. You know we all love NXT. Stop stop killing – stop shooting yourself in the foot. I love your products, and I want to love all of your products. Not one – like, I don't want you to be the redheaded stepchild that I'm like, oh, yeah, hold on. Way to go, Billy. Yeah, you hit that home run. Good job. Oh, and hashtag stop bothering with 205. I'm sorry. Like – there's some great wrestlers there. Just main roster them. Yep, just main roster them. But, like, keep it separate. Like, how WCW did it back in the day, right? WCW, like, for the longest time, the best thing about it was the Cruiserweight division because, like, they didn't wrestle against much of the main roster. They stuck within their, their division, but they were featured on Nitro and on the pay-per-views, not on pre-shows, That's- and got like legitimate coverage and had legitimate storylines that people cared about. And it's like, like don't ruin the, like the push that Mustafa Ali is getting by going main roster, but like at least put them on the main roster so we can watch them Mondays and Tuesdays. Championships should not be settled on the kickoff show. Okay. That is for your exhibition matches to get somebody hyped to watch the pay-per-view on and subscribe to the network to see the big stuff that you won't see on the kickoff show. Do not settle. Sorry. The problem is we have too many championships. Okay. Well, that's a whole, that could be a whole nother episode, but, (laughs) but like, like, I mean, I know at the Royal rumble, like that, the big four, unless it's like a long feud, like there's not very many exhibition matches that happen at at the rumble. Uh, SummerSlam maybe, but like the Royal Rumble, we know it has the titular match, and now it has two of them, so it really cuts out the uh, mm-hmm. the exhibition matches. So I mean, I'll give them a pass for having to put some stuff on the kickoff show because you know the last two and a half hours has got to be Royal Rumble, but yeah, on regular stuff like it's okay if your if your storyline happens on the kickoff show, but don't make it about the title. Don't yeah. like, you're basically like saying like, here, come in and watch the strip show. And then like, right as you're like, all right, I'm into this. And it's like, all right, now you got to leave. And it's like, well, I already saw a show. So I'm good. I'm just, I saw a title match. Like I, I got my wrestling fix. I saw a title match. They, they're not necessarily all good raw tag team titles, but you saw a title match. You can walk away going like, yeah, I saw the, the cruiserweight match and it was fantastic. That should be yeah. on the thing that you want people to pay money to watch. Mm-hmm. Hashtag get rid of 205 Live. It's not working. You were like, oh, we got the Cruiserweights on all of them. Let's give them their own show. And then we realized why you don't do that. Because you've already got this. <laughs> you've already got this like fan base that's set Monday and Tuesday. We watch this. 
And then you're like, no, 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 watch it on this. And then run over to your computer so you can watch 205. And no, I'm not going to do that. Okay. I boot up the network to watch the network. I don't boot up the network to be like, oh, yeah, let's watch SmackDown 2.5. Yep. Hashtag rant over. Just get rid of 205 ladders. Yeah. Speaking of too many championships. <laughs> <laughs> Ace, for some reason, thinks that we need to bring back the Hardcore Championship. We do! I know we Why? have But here's the thing about the Hardcore Championship. It doesn't have to be a monthly thing. Like, you don't have to be like, oh, you know, we've got, we've got to have a Hardcore match. Make it special. Make it something where you don't feel like you need this to be your top competing. You need something special. The mm-hmm. Cruiserweight Championship is special because it's for the Cruiserweights. We're about to get the Raw Tag Team titles. Hashtag Quick Pop called it. And, and it's going to, it's now, that's not, it's going to be a thing. It's cool. We're going to have a women's tag team championship. Uh, thankfully, they don't have a red and a blue version. It looks like they just have the Raw Tag Team Championship. Or not the Raw, they just have the women's tag team championship. We need more fun belts. Like, we need, we don't need, oh, you're, you've got the mid tier belt, you've got the top tier belt, you've got the tag team belt. We need like a fun belt. You know, Braun's got okay. Braun's got that stupid greatest Royal Rumble belt that's green, and he just has it. Like he doesn't have to defend <laughs> it; he just has it. No, no hardcore championship. I mean, in a span of four days in May of two thousand two, and had thirty different title holders. That's my uh, point. Can you imagine, no. like, constantly having to be like, "Oh man, like I've got to watch because, like, I don't know who's about to walk in as the the title holder." It'll be like that Dude, time okay. where, where they had the U.S. championship or whatever, like, change hands at a house show. And so they showed back up on SmackDown. You're like, wait, AJ's got the title now? Dude, at WrestleMania 2000, it changed hands 12 times. Exactly. It no, does It no. doesn't have to be a belt with, with merit. It just needs to be a thing so where we can have the fun matches again. Okay, no. fun matches is fine. And, like... I- I like hardcore matches and belt, all that. ECW was belt that, on a pole match back in the day. But <laughs> here's the thing: is like, if you go back and watch them, and you watch two back to back, it's the exact same match. Trash can, trash can, stop sign, chair shot, finisher, done. So, yeah. <laughs> how do you remember the '90s was the golden era? I, oh man, I, no, I, just, I disagree. I, no, don't I, don't give us. It doesn't need. It does not no. need to be in the same vein as any of the other belts. Like I'm not wanting a belt that like, oh, you're the hardcore championship. That's about the same as being the intercontinental championship. It literally just needs to be a belt that is occasionally brought up because they're like, we want to do a hardcore match, we want to do a street fight, we want to do a ladder match, but it's for the intercontinental okay. title. What? Okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. So, but my question is. Okay, to what end? You say you don't want – do you just want hardcore matches or do you want another title? Well, realistically, I'd like both, but I can only probably get one in WWE. <laughs> You're probably role, not going to so. get either. So. I know I'm not going to get either, but that's the point. Like there was something so great about this broken belt that could be defended anywhere. Hey, are you well, at wrong. are you at a Walgreens not- because you know Kevin Owens <laughs> is signing uh, autographs and you're down at there at Walgreens? Guess what? You need to be there because you don't know someone could show up at that Walgreens and challenge Kevin Owens for the belt. That's why you got to be at all this. Is is somebody down at the the Costco and they're signing autographs? 
You got to go because you don't know. Maybe the title is going to change hands at the Costco. You don't know. That's why you know, we need you know, it. Ace, I think we can get the same nonsensical fun if we just had like a storyline where someone like ticked off Vince. So he was like, you know what? Your title now is 24-7. And we just had like the Intercontinental Champion. That's called the hardcore title. I'd be fine with it for a storyline. And don't get me wrong. It was a whole lot of fun. Especially when, like, valets tried to win the title and stuff like that. Exactly. But can you imagine? It, it, we can have another Santino Morella. Where it's like, it was a moment in time. It was funny. But I think if you tried to duplicate it, I think even you would be disappointed. Like, because you're remembering how great it was. And then, like, if they do it nowadays, especially with the writers they have, you'll just be like, oh, it's way better than what it is right now. But can you imagine it? It's Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is hardcore champion. And they haven't seen him in months. No. And so, no, 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 listen, 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 listen. Brock Lesnar is hardcore champion. Hasn't been seen in months. Who cares? He has the hardcore title. Nobody's worried about that. But they go out and do a documentary series at his ranch. And so he's there in his camo and his jeans and everything. And he's giving this like, yeah, I just wanted to get away from it. And he's like holding the hardcore belt like it's still the universal title. But he knows that nobody cares, so that's why he can just be away. And so in the middle of it, one of the camera guys gets a little too close. And Brock's like, back up, dude. And the camera guy just, like, wallops Brock. And all of a sudden, you're like, he takes off his hat or whatever. And they're like, oh, my God, it's whoever. And then all of a sudden, a ref shows up. And they're like, that's right, we're having a match right now. And you have a match against Brock Lesnar at his ranch. And the thing is, everybody knows except Brock Lesnar. So Brock Lesnar has to, on the spot, come up with a match. But he's furious. So he's like throwing dudes literally through his barn and like beating them up with like you know farm equipment like oh oh you don't understand the beauty of having that like in the, no because because it's Once in the again, middle of nowhere and it's ticked off brock who doesn't know it's about it to happen sounds awful ace once again i think you can get everything you're looking for just in a storyline where for some reason they're interviewing Brock at his house and somebody comes to fight him there. Like, you can get all of this stuff without throwing another belt on this show. Lies. Lies and deception. If, if you do, uh, okay, if you do that, someone's going to leave WWE. That's fine. Maybe it's, maybe it's Brock. That's how, we get Brock. That's how we get Brock out of here. Hashtag Segway. Hashtag Segway. You are the, you know what? I'm impressed. You have the best Segways. And speaking of Segways... And go. I'm segwaying. Yes. You All are. right. Who's the next to leave WWE? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We, I'm we sorry, gave sorry. it to you on a silver platter. Actually, if no, somebody... let's, let's not talk about who's leaving because that'll that'll tie into something else. Let's just let's talk about <laughs> like we're talking about like Brock and Barnes, and then you're like, segway. And no, like, no. What he said was Barnes was my segue. What he said was, man, that'll cause someone to leave. Oh, I didn't hear the lead part. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, so we'll we'll uh, we'll actually skip that. I think because it, what we're talking about actually ties into um, oh Jake's uh, second talking point that he wanted to get into, uh, <laughs> and uh, I'll just take it because Jake is losing his mind over there. Apparently, uh, <laughs> apparently. Um, so with Rollins and Lesnar, and then Lynch versus Rousey set. Where are we going for the other titles at Mania? Um, for I mean, I'm talking Daniel Bryan, Asuka, R Truth, and Lashley. First things first. Uh, why R Truth? Yeah, yeah, it makes no sense at all. He's the U.S. champ. 
he's the United States champion. I guess they have no other dependable person on. Uh... I, I mean, because like, he's our truth. But What's do you up? really see our truth going to Mania still champ? Maybe. Um, I was about to say originally, no. Right now, yeah, maybe. maybe. Because they're probably going to do a three-way at Elimination Chamber. <laughs> and I can easily see like everyone being like, oh, Rusev's going to win it. Nakamura's going to win it. And they're like, nope, our truth keeps it. Yep. Wait, why do we keep saying keeps it? We just saw Shinsuke beat Rusev for it on the kickoff match. Which point? I'm I'm just I'm making a joke. Shinsuke's no our truth. All right, I know that. Our truth is the truth. <laughs> oh, Don't hate on our truth. Look, championship in like nine years. I'm the first to say God bless our truth is champion now. But <laughs> I I want him to keep it to Mania. I just he hasn't kept a storyline okay. that long. But if he much does less. keep it to Mania, who's a mid carder that's going to challenge him? Right? It's like we got Dolph Ziggler. No, Dolph is going to AEW. Uh, Good try. Samoa Joe? Who? Samoa? Samoa Joe? Mm. That could work. I could see them two putting on a heck of a match. I guess. I mean, Joe Joe really doesn't have anything to do. Uh, Him and R-Truth, like you said, would put on a decent match. You could have him drop it to Joe and finally give Joe a title at Mania. I got it. And then no, and I then got Joe it. could bring legitimacy to it. I like that. No, yeah. they defend the women's title. And our truth shows up because he says her championship match, and he was like, "Oh, it's my match," and he just shows up. That's that's bound to happen. That's bound to happen. But yeah, I mean, like there's a bunch of mid carders that could that could be into it, right? Like if we're if we're dead set on Rollins Lesnar by themselves, like who's to say that Drew McIntyre couldn't come beat the crap out of our truth to get the U.S. championship? Make true. Didn't we have this discussion before? I might could jump sh- jump ship. I'm having deja vu with our truth getting beat up by uh, <laughs> Drew, McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. I feel like we keep bringing like every time our truth comes in the picture, you're like Drew McIntyre should beat the hell out of him. I'm like, what do you? Whoa, hold on. Like, what did our truth ever do to you that you're sicking Drew McIntyre on him? I don't know. But then, uh, like Oscar, you, uh, I've made my thoughts very clear on what should happen with Asuka at WrestleMania, and it should involve Charlotte Flair. And it should involve Asuka beating Charlotte Flair to retain. Wait, what do you mean? Charlotte's going to be in the triple threat match. I'm going to fight you. (laughs) No. No. I want to say this. I've actually thought of a really good moment. So don't do the triple threat match, right? Good try, Mm -hmm. but go ahead. So I I know they're going to, but (laughs) Charlotte, Asuka, right? Whoever wins them. Defends them against Sasha and Bailey. Sasha and Bailey wins. End of the night, Becky wins. Come oh, out to the, the ring, and they they all have uh, gold. Uh, Besides the I, fact that Charlotte and Becky hate each other, I can see that happening. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, they, they could do it a la uh, Eddie and Benoit. Eddie and Benoit at the time weren't like bestie friends, but at the end of WrestleMania 20, it was kind of a hey, we started together. Look how far we came. Moment. Yeah. And I can easily see them giving that to the women. Just say, so, look how far we've came moment. We've all had gold. We started this revolution. And now the women just main evented WrestleMania. So here's how I see that, like, going down. I see, like, the tag team champions come out and they're, like, showing off their belt. And then uh, Asuka comes, or not Asuka, uh, Charlotte comes right. out and she's got, like, yeah, but look, I got this belt. And then Becky, Becky comes, comes out, out and she's like, like, no, I got this down, belt. All of you. 
I'm the man. Like, so it'd be one of these things where you're trying to show off, like, that, you know, no, look, I got gold. No, look, I got gold. And then they all come to the realization that we all have gold. Like, I feel like that's yeah. how yeah. That, that segment should and go. And then the four horsewomen of MMA come out, and it's a brawl. Oh, yeah. I I still stick to, um, I, I've said this, is I think this Mania main event is just to lead to, at SummerSlam, it'll be four horsewomen versus four horsewomen. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But that would involve Charlotte not being involved in the triple, uh, being involved in the Raw Women's Agreed. Championship match. If she's involved with that, then you kind of lose credibility to that storyline. Yeah. But I, they'll, they'll, they're probably leaning to triple threat. But I agree with you. I'd like to see Oscar Charlotte, too. Um, Becky and uh, Rousey one uh, on one. Let them fight. Let them fight and just beat the crap out of each other. But because I have a fun theory about Intercontinental, what do you think is going to happen there? Uh, whoever has it Who will cares? go on the losing streak of a lifetime. Yep. Because that's I think what at happens. elimination, I think at elimination chamber, Finn Balor will beat Bobby Lashley for the Intercontinental title. Mm-hmm on the road to wrestlemania when kevin owens will return and it will be balor and kevin owens for the intercontinental title at wrestlemania i get behind that i can do it let's get rid of lashley um, yeah let's just get rid of yeah. no 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 okay <laughs> keep lashley get rid of leo, get rid of leo. no time <laughs> get rid of lashley keep leo no 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 lashley such a He's such a good, annoying manager, and you don't have – see, I'm a sucker for, like, old-school managers, and, like, I'm not saying he's Bobby Heenan, but he is the closest thing we've had in decades to that manager that's so good at being annoying. Every time he walks out, you're immediately like, man, I hate this guy. Every time Leo it is just, in, the, I, in the middle of a match and he starts chanting Lashley, and it's not in, like, a sing-song. It's just him saying Lashley. Yeah. I, I'm like – God, why am I six foot six? Because I want to kick him, and I know it'll be difficult for me to kick down instead of up. Uh, any, any, anywho, Ace's anger is overtaking his logical thinking right now. Ah! Um, for Daniel Bryan, I think it's kind of open. I don't want to see Daniel Bryan and AJ again. I, I, I be honest, I'm, I'm tired of it. I, I'm, I'm tired of seeing that match. So. What are you talking about? I don't about? know. Maybe maybe Bray comes back and they can do something with that because like maybe if, if Harper comes and joins joins Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan, then like Bray could come back and like they have a storyline there, right? Because like yeah. Bray's like these are my children. What are you doing? <laughs> and so they could fight it. Maybe Bray comes back as more of a hippie than Daniel Bryan. I don't know. Or maybe Daniel Bryan or Bray comes back and sets fire to the highly flammable. WWE Championship. Have have Bray Wyatt come out and like literally like come out with like a barbecue. What if they decided to do a uh, actual an underdog story, but this time with Daniel Bryant not being the underdog, and do Daniel Bryant versus Mustafa Ali? That could work too because they are giving Mustafa a push. So yeah. and, uh, there's an easy way for them to do that with the Elimination Chamber match that Trip set up this week. Like yeah. if. If Daniel Bryan wins it by pinning Mustafa Ali, you have a you ha- you have a feud right there, and you have a story that'll carry you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I, th- I think that that could work because I mean obviously that's not going to main event. It's going to be Becky Rousey. So yeah. they could use that this time to give somebody like Ali a push. Like he doesn't necessarily have to beat Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania, but at least giving him a me- WrestleMania match 
mm-hmm. you know, title title match. Like that's basically putting a stamp of approval yeah. on him and be like, hey, we want this guy to be something. Plus, I say put the title on him. Plus, we can all agree uh, that I would uh, be opposed. We can all agree that uh, we already like Mustafa Ali's uh, entrance and everything. And if they brought that to WrestleMania, he'd basically just come out as Iron Man. Or or a full-on Sub-Zero. Yeah. One of the two. Yeah. <laughs> Nightlight Sub-Zero, yeah. 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 <clears throat> but, yeah, that's... that's Anywho, anywho. That's neither here nor there of what's going to happen with Mustafa Ali at WrestleMania. Because it's going to be amazing. Um, yeah. So, uh, with that being said... Um, it does look like a lot of uh, wrestlers' contracts in the WWE are ending soon. So, who's next to leave? Next to leave? Other than like people we already like either know yeah, or have like, heard. We know Dean's leaving. We know Dolph is maybe going to leave. Uh, who's, who's out there? That I mean, I'm trying to think because like I would love to say like Cena, but like I think Cena's got like a perma contract now with them, so like he wouldn't yeah. leave. He would just like do what The Rock does. Uh, yeah. In terms of who would leave, hmm, that's actually a tricky one because like a lot of people come to mind immediately and then like they kind of disappear because I'm like, no, 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 mm-hmm. they're they're doing stuff, they're doing stuff. So you're thinking singular people, but if you've been paying attention to the AEW like what they're going to be doing and have a heavy focus on tag teams. Like I know all the rumors out there that the revival is going to get a push and they're going to get gold and all this, but those dudes are unhappy. And if they get a release, like I think they are jonesing to be released for the WWE so they can go to another promotion and fight. And, I Gallows and Anderson. I can, and then they go to AEW. Yeah, that's that's not bad because they've been friends with the Bucks and basically people run AEW. That's not bad. Yeah, I could see Gallows and Anderson finally. Uh, uh, I don't see them leaving, but maybe they should. Uh, the Ascension. Yeah. Because yeah, right. Because now that uh, they don't have the Breeze files, you know, the Brazango files anymore, uh, they don't have anything to do. Well, Breeze is back, and uh, Fandango's coming back soon. So. Right, but, like, that's my point. Like, right now... There's uh, nothing. They're jobbers. And that's the problem, is even when Breezango was in play, all they were there was just to be, like, a set piece. Yeah. So, know. my pick is uh, one Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh. You mean Mr. Uh, uh, Leotard wearing skin suit? Hey, Nakamura. that was an awesome outfit. And it's just weird not having the jacket be like the leather jacket and it being like a whole one piece yeah. thing. I don't know. Yeah, the, the little one piece thing is getting kind of weird. But I think they haven't ever used him properly. I think the only time he got used properly is his first match in NXT versus Sami Zayn. Don't see, like, it doesn't even seem like in his matches or anything like he was. I think yeah. when his contract's up, I think he's gone, but I think he's going back to New Japan. I don't oh, think absolutely. he's But uh that that yeah, that's mine. I think Shinsuke's gone. Yeah, uh, I can I can see it. I can see Shinsuke going. It it just depends on if they keep him uh in the current US title race or if they push him back into a more main uh if he's in the upper echelon, like going for the the main belts, I see him staying. But if they keep him at that mid card spot, his potential is being wasted, and he'll go somewhere else. 
I just I don't see him going back to a main card title spot. I just I don't. I mean, I could see yeah. him having another uh, having another deal with Daniel, maybe. Yeah. Maybe like I don't think like I mean I I think that they could have a match, but I think like right like let's just say this year I don't think I see Nakamura somehow getting in there with Daniel Bryan because that would make Nakamura the uh the good guy. Yeah, and if you're gonna push Nakamura anyways, he would need to be in that elimination chamber match, and he's not. Agreed. So we'll see i don't i mean i think there's a lot of what ifs and like there's two people that are almost it seems almost certain that are going to bounce and with dean and, and Dolph. and i think the revival's fighting to get other contracts i doubt they will but yeah because they're still well, kind of new so they might have like several years in so contract. they have two years left or yeah. a year left I think best case scenario for the revival is that they tell them to go home and sit out their contract, but I don't think they're going to let them walk. Yeah. yeah. So, anywho, people are going to leave. It's what happens. Um, Jack Swagger's now undefeated in MMA. What the heck? Um, yeah, what's okay. up with that? I mean, our truth wrapped at, at, at the match, and it was interesting. Anywho. <clears throat> there are other things in wrestling besides WWE. This my is friends. true. This is true. Specifically, Ring of Honor, Bound by Honor, coming up this weekend, or not this weekend. Yeah, uh, in a week and a half on the tenth. Um, so, just to kind of update everybody. Um, most of the card is set, I do believe. Um, we have uh, PCO. Uh, versus uh, Mark Briscoe with Mayu Awatani, Awatani versus Kelly Klein for the Women of Honor world title, which I'm excited for. Kelly Klein is a beast. Yeah. Um, dude. That's, that's such I, a better way to call it, too. Like the uh, the Women of Honor. Like it's. Yeah. Much, it's I, dude, if Ace, I'm a, I know you don't watch a lot of stuff outside of WWE. I'm not knocking you for that. That's fine. Not all of us have a lot of time. Um, if you haven't watched a Kelly Klein match, go find one and go watch it. She is honestly one of the best female competitors I've seen in a long time, besides Jordan Grace, because I love Jordan Grace. She's the best thing to ever happen to wrestling. She's great. She's amazing. Is she, is she wrestling tonight? I don't know if she's wrestling. But anyway, in case you're wondering, we're recording this on Friday and Impact starts soon. Um, then we have Brody King versus Jay Briscoe. I like so I like that Ring of Honor is separating the Briscoes uh, for some matches because both of yeah. them are like really really good in the ring, and we haven't really gotten a chance to see them kind of go out on their own. Uh, it's kind of like whenever they broke up the Hardys. Um, that's what it reminds me of, and uh, I like Jay Briscoe. What the match I'm excited for. Match I'm excited for. We're going to ignore the fact that I skipped over two matches like Zack Sabre Jr. versus Cole Cabana because I, why is Cole Cabana still wrestling? Um, no, that. Why is he wrestling Zack Sabre Jr.? That's a weird matchup. Yeah, right? And it's like, okay, and then we have a six-man tag event with Lethal, Lethal Rush and Gresham versus the Kingdom. And Six-man matches are always fun. Yeah, Rocky Romero is going to compete for the World TV title. But Four corner survival match with Marty Skrull, Silas Young, Kenny Kane, and Mac. That's what I'm excited for. If you guys That's, don't yeah. know, 
See, that's yeah, that one thing. should be really good. Ring of yeah. Honor, no. Ring of Honor matches always sound cool too because they don't just call them Fatal Four Ways and with with special four rules. quarter survival match. Yeah, I, who's gonna die? Because if it's a survival match, I expect death. Yeah, or knockout. Yeah, but like I, I mean, everyone keeps wondering like what's happening with Marty Skrull because all the elite are gone, and he's like the last one still standing in Ring of Honor in New Japan. And I think we see Marty Skrull start getting some pushes in those two um, promotions because they're like, well, you still pull and you still draw. Um, we don't want you to leave. You're the villain. You're awesome. You have a weird bubonic plague doctor's mask that you wear and you're the villain and it's awesome. Um, so that's cool. Like, that's going to be a good match. And then we have Dalton Castle and the boys uh, versus 3S and another six-man tag. Um, so if you don't know, you can watch, um, bound by honor on honor club or it's a bound by honor live event will be streamed on honor club. And then I do believe that, uh, the, uh, entire card itself will probably be on fight TV, right? Yeah. It's on fight. Yeah. Plus, you know, the internet, yeah. like we're not going to tell you how to live your life, but you know, the internet. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty much uh, any decently big uh, Ring of Honor show that's not like a major pay per view is now on fight. Yeah, so I think it's going to be a good card. Like I said, I'm really excited for the Four Corner Survival match mainly because Four Corner Survival sounds awesome, and it's got Marty Scurll, one of my favorite wrestlers out there. Um, Was uh, Bandito on any of those matches? I didn't hear you no. say him. no. Nope. How are they leaving Bandito off that card? That's I don't a. Know. Good because you don't always have to be in the pay-per-view. You no, said it yourself. Uh, <laughs> I know. Well, no, the reason I'm saying why did they leave him off the card is because he just recently signed with them. So it's yeah. a big name that I figured they would want on a big card yeah. to try to show off and be like, ooh, look at our shiny new toy. Because let's face it, if they signed him fast because if they, they would have waited even a week, he would be part of AEW right now. Yeah, I think... Also, uh, they're still announcing matches for Bound by Honor. So he's, okay. scheduled, he's scheduled to be at the event leading up to Bound by Honor. So, like, he's going to be there. Flip Gordon's going to be there. Shane Taylor will be there. So, like, we can see more matches come up. Um, but, I mean, and, like, it's not the end of the world if he doesn't show up to Bound by Honor because he's still getting paid. So, kind of it. And, I mean, speaking of big signings, thank you for bringing up the Bandito signing with Ring of Honor, which I really, really thought that AEW was going to sign him. Where? Me too. Uh, me too. That all in, and uh, I just I thought he was going to go. Yeah. But where, oh, where is Mr. Kenny Omega? The Ooh. hottest. He is, so if you guys watch professional sports as well, Kenny Omega is essentially Bryce Harper right now. Yep. Yeah. 100%. Everybody wants him. He can only go one place. Where is he going to go? Oh, I, I I think it's it's an obvious answer that he signs with AEW, but, like, what if, right? So, with, with Kenny Omega, like, there's pros and cons to wherever he goes, uh, even as me. And to clarify, I have no problem with the other uh, – the other uh, – wrestling shows and everything like that but when you're a father of two you you only have <laughs> enough time for for one like give me these two hours like so i can't be like no no no. this day i need this and this day i need this and this day i need you only get so much time so you had to pick one 
No, I, um, I'm, I'm just, I was just messing with you. But, oh, oh, I know, I know. I'm just saying there is a reason. Okay, if I was, you know, knock on wood, single. Uh, oh wait, this desk is made of glass. Uh, <laughs> if I was single, I'd probably be the kind of guy who like watches every single one, and that's just what I did. But yeah. all that aside, back to Kenny Omega. As a WWE person, would I love to see Kenny Omega on WWE? Absolutely. But then I look at Shinsuke Nakamura and go, mm, do Well, I, there's do a I... difference there because Kenny Omega speaks English. Well, um, yeah, but like, <laughs> I, I just have this bad feeling whenever... They ruin Kenny. That they will just take Kenny and they'll bring him in and he'll be the hot star... But if they don't know what to do with Kenny and how to treat Kenny in a story sense, he'll just be another, hey, we got this guy from them and they don't have him. Like that's... If Kenny goes to WWE, he skips NXT and is immediately put in the title talk. Oh, no, for sure. Yeah. If he comes to WWE, there will be no NXT. Even though I'd love to – I'd, I'd much rather see him in NXT. I'd like I feel to like... see Kenny versus like Ricochet or Kenny versus Adam oh, Cole. Cool. I mean, I don't know. That's why I say oh, great match. That's why I say like it's pros and cons uh, either way. Like, do I want to see him come to WWE? Absolutely. Do I worry what WWE would do with him? Yes. Yep. Uh, Terrifying. And if AEW, I mean, if you're trying to get big, like AEW is trying to get, that's how you get big. Like, he makes the most money in AEW besides Jericho. You, you, oh, hands down. yeah, you make Kenny Omega your Brock Lesnar. Except showing up. <laughs> Me also, you sign uh, Kenny, and then you get a free agent Dean Ambrose, and you have a built-in match that everyone wants to see right there. Yep. The only yep, the two crazy dudes. The only yep. reason I want to see, uh, and it's a really, really stupid reason. One of the reasons I want to see Kenny come to WWE, so he can, becomes a more main staple on Up, Up, Down, Down. Because <laughs> they already have that yeah. really weird rivalry going on. Make him permanent. I would want him to come because I want Kenny AJ. That that's the only reason I'd want him in WWE. Yeah, yeah. You, you have a storyline set from whenever oh, yeah. AJ left, and they all turned on him, and AJ took what twelve super kicks. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, it the the writing's on the wall that Kenny could have good programs and good and good feuds and good stories in WWE, but I just I I don't think he wants to. I don't think he wants to go do that. I think. Uh, AEW is it where he wants to be. It depends, cause like it just really depends on who he wants to wrestle. Because yeah, instead of looking at it as he wrestles for WWE, you look at it as he wrestles like instead of wrestling for WWE, he's purposely trying to wrestle AJ, Daniel, wrestle yeah. Daniel, uh, you know, wrestle Finn. Like instead of looking at it as the company that you're joining, you have to look at it as who would Kenny want to work with. And yeah, WWE's got good that he would want to work with, and AEW's got good that he wants to work with. He's not going to impact. I just think at the end of the day, yeah, he's not going to impact at all. Uh, I, I just think at the end of the day, he'll end up at AEW. I mean, AEW right now is even using the phrase that he coined about a year and a half ago, change the world. Yeah. Um, and I just 
what is it February seventh that they're doing mm -hmm. uh, the next like little press conference thing? I just yeah. think he, I just think he shows up February seventh. Yep, um, him and a bunch of others are gonna sign up, and we'll we'll show up. And we'll I, I don't think it's just gonna be him, but yeah, uh, yeah, like I, I well, I think he's gonna be one of the last ones to walk out. You know, uh, yeah, but, but yeah, I just. It, it's it's fun to think about him and AJ, him and Adam Cole, and all these matches that could happen with WWE. I just think you're not going to get those matches unless the other names we named leaves WWE. Because I think he, I think he wants to make a difference in the wrestling world. I don't think he wants to be the best in WWE. He wants to be mm -hmm. that made you watch a different show. Speaking of AEW, I feel like it's probably the biggest topic we can talk about. Um, taking the wrestling world by storm. Um, if you guys don't know, All Elite Wrestling was founded by Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks, uh, backed by the Khan family, which if you don't know who they are, uh, they own the Jacksonville Jaguars, as well as uh, a soccer team in England. And they're they're big. They're, they're big. Yeah, they're big. They have money. They got money. Um, so on January first, they announced it uh, with their list of wrestlers. As you can expect, AEW has the elite. Essentially, that it's all elite wrestling. Of course, they have the elite. But um, as of right now, what they have fifteen wrestlers signed. Um, that includes Hangman Adam Page, Brandy Rhodes, Doctor Britt Baker. Christopher Daniels, Cody, Frankie Kazarian, Bad Boy, Joey Janela, which I'm excited for. Um, the Young Bucks, yeah. Maxwell, Jacob Friedman, um, Pac, formerly known as Neville, or Adrian Neville, depending on how long ago you watched him in WWE. Yeah. Uh, Penelope Ford, Scorpio Sky, um, Jungle Boy, and then, of course, the greatest wrestler of all time, Chris Jericho. I think uh, all those names, Chris Jericho is probably the one that, like, right up there with Cody Rhodes. Like, they got Chris Jericho, and you're like, all right, yeah, they're doing something. You know, for yeah. you, it's, it's like, I mean, I, I don't mean to say for you, but, like, so. For, for a, a WWE fan. Yeah, for those of you that are listening for the first time, I didn't watch WWE for a decade. From 2002 to 2012, I watched uh, TNA. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I'm sorry. I look at them getting Christopher Daniels as being a massive, massive pickup, even though he's older and kind of at the end of his career, he can do a lot. Um, and, and he's great, he's the type of guy that's going to make all those younger talent that you're like, Hey, I maybe haven't heard of this guy or seen this guy. You put them in the ring with Christopher Daniels and he's mm -hmm. going to make them look like a million bucks. Oh yeah, yes, absolutely. And let it be known. Like I, I named Chris Jericho because I feel like Chris Jericho has done that thing where he like he's touched every uh everything like every running like he did a little bit here he did a little bit there he did a little bit here a little bit there like he's, yeah. he's got the largest reach when it comes to all the different uh territories yeah oh yeah he's definitely drawing the most eyes like if someone like people like maybe me or slate may watch it and be like oh cody oh the bucks oh Hangman Page, uh, you know, Joey Janela. But, like, the average person's going to be like, I, I, I think I remember Cody. Then you're like, oh, Chris Jericho. And they're like, oh, yeah, that guy. Right. You know, so that was he my thing. most eyes. That was my thing is that Chris Jericho's been so many places that he's got all those eyes to bring back into All Elite. You know, he's done New Japan and had that crazy uh, feud with Kenny Omega. Like, mm -hmm. he's done uh, WBE and everything he's done there. Like, he's just... He's done enough to have notice from those fans that now yeah. him going here is all these people looking at that thing. Yeah. And, you know, with 
I mean, I think with the the stature of the guys that they have signed, now you have you have AEW now has the ability to kind of walk up to these. I mean, a lot of not just up and coming names, um, but established indie stars and be like, hey, like, here's what we got. We're paying you that we can pay you this much money. You're gonna have health care. Um, we're taking care of you whenever you're out for injury. Um, women are getting paid equally. Um, which is for me, I, I think one of the biggest thing, the female stars of, w, or of AEW are going to get paid the same as men. Um, well, cause and they that, treat them can, as like normal talent, not just like, Oh, we yeah. have our male talent and our female talent. You just happen to be female in AEW. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like from what I hear, is it like if you're an indie talent, I'm just going to throw out fake numbers there. If they're saying, hey, we will pay $100,000, you know, for you to come with us, if that's going to be an indie male or indie female, no matter what it is, mm-hmm. you're getting, you know, that much money. Yeah. Yeah. Indies are paid blank. Yes, yeah. exactly. Obvious, obviously, if you're a Chris Jericho or like a bigger name, you're obviously not just getting paid more than the women, you're getting paid more than anyone. Yeah. So, I mean, it's awesome. I'm excited um, for AEW and because of what they're doing and how they're going about this. And like, I think the, the, the I keep saying the writing's on the wall because there's not much that we know about AEW. But yeah, it's very um, like they made their announcement and then now it's just been speculation. Yeah, and yeah. like I'm, I personally think they already have a a very big TV deal locked down which is kind of helping them doing this. Um, and it's like, we already know that, you know, they, they, they have the ability to pay these guys. So now where do we go from this? Right? Like, who are we going to sign? Blah, blah, blah. Um, and once they have that TV deal, that, that does so much more. And they just have the, like, they have credibility before ever putting on a show. And like, they're already saying that they're going to be revealing all these new talent and partnerships at the double or nothing ticket party, which is coming up, uh, on February 7th. So, like, who do we get to see? Like, I'm excited. I'm excited because, you know, wrestling, well, so wrestling now compared to whenever we were kids and watching the Monday Night Wars, I think is better. And I think the, the Indies, I think Ring of Honor, and even though Impact or TNA stumbled, they found a footing again. New Japan is up and coming. Not up and coming. Like, New Japan is now established as, like, premier. Like, you have all these all these promotions that are doing so much work, but we don't have anyone else that we can watch on Monday nights. Right. So it's the having someone that's willing to say, Hey, well, we're not going to try and compete with WWE, but we're going to do a Monday night show uh, or a Tuesday night show. And we'll have all these deals, all these partnerships and everyone that you've read about online is going to be wrestling for us. Yeah. Um, So it's no longer, you have to read about them online. You finally get to see these indie stars. And, dude, I, I just think that TV deal and the fact that they've signed basically SCU and Jericho and Britt Baker, please, can you sign Tessa Blanchard? Right? Like, you know, the, se- the second her TNA or Impact, sorry, offer is done, like, AEW is going to have, like, a contract waiting for her. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so... For I, her and Jordan Grace, I think they're going to uh, probably go after her as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And they should because Jordan Grace and Tessa Blanchard are the future of women's wrestling. I um, completely agree. I mean, the fact that Tessa Blanchard went up against the Lucha Brothers last night, like, in bar wrestling in LA, like, yeah, she, like, she straight took a chop 
from Pinta, and it was dirty. And she just, yeah. she took it and just looked him in the eye and slapped him across the face. It was awesome. But uh, I think with that now, we're, we're changing the landscape of wrestling by getting another major promotion. Yeah. And I, I don't think it's just an, like it's WCW because a lot of there's not a lot of negative connotation that comes with that. But you're yeah, getting man. like what could be. And not to disparage TNA, but I think with the money they have backing them and the fact that there's rumors that there may be a big TV deal, I think it's going to be WGN. Um, but bigger than that and be like an actual number two mm-hmm. to the point of if Dean Ambrose is leaving for AEW and not just to retire or, you know, just take some time off or whatever it could be, mm-hmm. if he's actually going to go to AEW, you actually have a number two that going to pull people away from WWE and force yeah. WWE to be better. And that's the thing about the Monday Night Wars that I think was the best is that you had another company you have to try. Because when WWE doesn't have to try, they'll like put it in uh, first gear for like three, four months and be like, oh, is it one of our big ones? Okay, well, let's actually put it in like second or third and, you know, try a little. You get Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar yeah. is WWE's second gear. No. They haven't even started the car with Brock Lesnar. No, he <laughs> They gave they gave him the belt. The keys at least it's at least in, in neutral. Well, I'm I'm just saying it's like our landscape has changed. The way we're gonna watch wrestling is gonna change whenever all elite starts. And like, I'll be honest, last year, what was it, SummerSlam or Survivor Survivor Series was in LA and I live roughly fifteen minutes from the Staples Center and I was like, ah, I'm good, I'll just watch it at home. Now I'm at, you know, all elite wrestling, double or nothings in Vegas. And I'm like, all right. So I'm like starting to look at like booking everything to go to Vegas to see this because it just feels like they want to do more than just make money. They want to put on a good product. And I don't feel like we get that with, with WWE, but now because they are here and they are offering all this money, WWE is like, now there's rumors that they're trying to lock people down to like five to seven year contracts with almost double the money if they sign on the spot. Right. So. Which is they, true. Uh, I mean, it's true in any sports business, you know. Yeah. I mean, that, that's also like uh, some people are talking about it, but it isn't getting as much traction. AJ's contract is up at the end of April. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he hasn't re-signed yet either. And you know yeah. that with his relationship with the Bucks, you know AEW wants him. Mm-hmm. It's made it clear that whenever he signs his next contract, he wants less dates. That's something AEW can easily offer him as less dates. So that's uh, another thing is like just just little things like that of like from here on out, anytime anyone's contract is coming up and it's it's a big name and they haven't resigned yet, you're going to get the news story of it's like, oh, just let everyone know. This person's contract's up in three months. They haven't resigned yet. And AEW is interested. I'm I'm excited, right? Like I, I a lot of what you're saying is going to happen, and we're we're already seeing it. Like the fact well, that Dean the moment is... I'm waiting for, and the moment that will make Ace jump, is if Finn Balor leaves. Is if Finn Balor leaves, Ace will start wearing AEW shirts. Ace Ace will, you know. <laughs> I got start news doing for you. AEW shows. I got news for you. Finn Balor leaves. That's just going to make me hate AEW because be like, ah, oh, you took my guy. 
They're Man. probably going to do more with you. If that's your guy and he goes to AEW, guess what? You're actually going to see Finn Balor in heavyweight title matches a lot uh, more often. You're going to see yeah. Finn Balor in like major matches with Kenny Omega. Yeah. And then you're going to see a lot more people follow suit. Like are the Lucha Brothers going to sign their next contract with AEW. Uh, I hope so. Because I, I want Lucha Brothers and Young Bucks all day, every day. Yep. And now, like, so, and then you start looking at the the stars of, of Impact, right? Like, Eli yeah. Drake is a top draw now. Does he leave Impact for AEW? Does Brian Cage leave yeah. Impact for AEW? I mean, you, they already lost their best, the, arguably their, their, their best stable in SCU. That's another impact I think AEW will have that may be a negative, is what will hearing about two let's even say three years what will aew being around do to companies like roh and impact wrestling because i can easily see them picking up some of the top not all but just some of the top talent of impact Mm -hmm. to the point where impact has to try to go to the indie barrel but then with roh guys leaving to go to wwe or aew uh, roh is trying to grab all the top indie talent and i can see ROH being able to get better talent than Impact and Impact finally closing up shop. Yeah. I don't know if if Don Callis will give up on Impact at this point. Uh, Don Callis and Scott Amore are are so into bringing it back. And, like, yeah, I think it's a legit fear to have that AEW changes the landscape of the indies. But, I mean, you also have to remember that I don't think they're going to try and overload their roster like WWE. They're going to sign who they need and and who they can showcase they're not gonna you know have a a zach Ryder or kurt hawkins that are never seen they're not gonna have an apollo cruz he's signed apollo cruz and showcase him um yeah you're not gonna have the ascension who's never seen like you're not gonna have these guys in the background like i think their their plan is is to really have a set roster of like their core wrestlers and not really go over the top and and so there is still going to be ROH and Impact there to to have their product and to showcase the indie darlings still. So I, I I I hope they go that route. And you know the fact that it's run by wrestlers, um, I think is a promising sign. And their top producer, Mister Ass. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> so can't, can't I'm wrong. excited. If you can't tell, um, well, oh, I can't. People people are. Are listening can't see the fact that I'm wearing an AEW hoodie and hat. Um, but you watch the bot of the Twitch stream, you'll see it. I ain't watching that. I hear there's some garbage people in there that like WWE. Terrible people. Terrible. Who would like WWE? Yeah. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. But so, uh don't make fun of me. Don't make fun of me. No. But uh man, it look. 2019 is shaping up to be not 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 bad a year. Uh, it's still way early, and we know that yeah. wrestling can take a stage dive at the <laughs> drop of a hat. But 2008, 2008 um, wrestling can take a, a a stage dive at the drop of a hat. But it's shaping up to be a good like it's looking good. Uh, every every facet, every territory has something that you can look forward to. 
uh, every facet also has something that you're like, oh, please, no. But every facet has something to go like, ah, that's, yeah, mm-hmm. I can't wait till that happens. Um, so it's going to be a good year for wrestling. But you know what? It's also going to be the year for Quick Pop. Can it be Can it be the year that Rusev finally wins on a pay-per-view? Uh, he's... Okay, you're asked for way too much right now. Yeah, hold on now. Is he... Okay, I guess the question is, does WWE still consider him Russian? More no, relevant. He's Bulgarian now. He's the Bulgarian brute. Yeah, well, they were calling him all sorts of names, even when he was... Thing. Vince always has this thing where it's like when it's in your hometown, you know, you have to lose or like when it's a special occasion for you. And if every day is Rusev Day, he's always going to lose because Vince always thinks it's a special uh, occasion for him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. We're going to need a different day. And so that way he can then usurp that day. If, uh, if he can like make Rusev Day only Monday through Saturday, he'll start winning on pay per views. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Rusev uh, Half Day. Rusev Snow Day. It was Rusev Day, but it's not Rusev Night, so we're okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, y'all got it wrong. When I said Rusev Day, I mean from about 8 a.m. to about 3 p.m. Yeah. Sun went down like a few hours ago. That was over, Ben, so we're good. We're good with Let Me Win now, yeah. right? Yeah. Now it's now it's Bryant Night. Anywho. Now I want that. Now I want like Rusev Day and a yeah. Rusev Night shirt. Yeah. <laughs> But you are right. I think it's going to be a good year for wrestling. Uh, Impact's back. back. Um, if you guys don't know, you can watch Impact uh, every Friday at, what, 9 Central on Twitch. So you don't even have to have cable to watch it. Um, Ring of Honor is Just still doing their thing. Watch Impact, and they're really all. good at it. Uh, New Japan is giving all of Kenny Omega's storylines to, um, what's his name? The new leader uh, of the Club? Huh? Yeah, Jay White, he's getting all of Kenny Omega's uh, storylines. So, looks like Bullet Club's going to be back in the back in the fray and the, the big time in New Japan. Uh, WWE put the title on Brock and won't give it up till April. So, really nothing's changed in WWE, but everyone else is making moves to uh, hold on. Hey, 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 hey. The McMahons now just show up randomly on the show. That is so different from what it was six months ago. Yeah. Oh, so it's so it's 2002 again. All right. Cool. Yeah. It was, yeah. I mean, they didn't say they were going to change like forward. They, you know, it's kind of like daylight savings time. They just changed the clock, but they just went back. When is uh? When's Kevin Nash going to show up? Changes still change. Uh, okay. Just, it doesn't like, matter. You never know when uh Diesel is going to show up. I mean, it, it, hey. With these women titles, they're probably going to bring back classic tag teams. So uh, uh, two dudes with attitudes, Michaels and HBK, HBK and Nash, they're going to show up. Oh, okay. Just, you awesome. know, it's, it's, it's different. It's going to be different. It's kind of yeah, like, like when George Bush Sr. retired. We were like, we're never going to get another Bush. And then they were like, it's time for change. And we got Bush Jr. It's kind of like that. It's more Bush. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. More Bush. Change in the direction that they want it, not in the direction you want it. Yeah, exactly. Change is still change no matter what. McMahon's are listening to the fans. Becky Lynch is kind of case in point. Yeah. So, like, we do have 
And I will say this. And Ronda Rousey is your favorite, right? That's a whole nother episode. (laughs) We need to do an episode of Slate just expounding upon the fans of how much he loves Ronda. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I've heard nothing but good things from Slate about. Oh, uh, yeah. You were talking about how the match was like pretty good, but Slate was just going on and on. Best match of the night. Yeah. Best uh, technical work he's ever seen. Um, oh, it just, Slate just glows about her promos. Yeah. He just spoiler off. alert. Oh dang, that's <laughs> weird. Terrible. Oh, that's weird. That part got cut out of the uh, podcast. Oh, I don't sorry. know why. Um, no, like uh, women's divisions looking up for WWE uh, women's division and Impact with uh, uh, with Rosemary and all the crazy stuff and Jordan Gray showing up is going great. Um, if you're wondering, they still have, uh, lingerie segments on impact. So it's definitely still 2002 and, uh, no, it's, it's, uh, it's looking up for WWE. I'm really excited to see where, um, Becky kind of takes this because, um, I, I feel like she's faced the company right now. Seth Rollins is going to be Brock at WrestleMania there. I already, oh, spoiler alert. Um, and, and yeah, WWE's hopefully going to get some things right they can't get everything right i understand that and they're the biggest so they get the most heat whereas you know we talk about ring of honor and you can hear me and me and jake talk about ring of honor and it's like the greatest thing to ever happen but they made mistakes too um but i'm excited for 2019 i mean it definitely with the last few years and now with AEW, like there's so much wrestling that it's like if you don't like what wwe is doing dude just look around you will find something Honor Club costs ten bucks a month. Yeah, Ooh, that's uh, a, heck, uh, New that's Japan a hard World sell. You have to sell it at nine ninety nine, and yeah, well, New Japan is uh, eight. So how's that? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Then, but then you get into like yeah, no, with, with current conversion, it's eight dollars. Literally, impact is free. <laughs> like, well, yeah, that ref, that reflects. Stop no, being late. Done. Pay eight dollars and watch New Japan. I don't yeah. have eight dollars. Do you get I to will... listen to Don Callis on commentary? It's amazing. Yeah, JR shows up. In the words of a great man, I got kids. <laughs> you guys. Uh, and there's great things coming from Quick uh, Quick Pop this year. Um, we have some some things lined up. Uh, keep an eye on our socials um, for all that. Uh, Ace will link those below the podcast itself. Yeah, boy. And uh, yeah, I, we got we have some big plans for what we're gonna do. Uh, I just need to find time to do them. Uh, well, I hear so I don't have a lot of. I hear every Friday from nine central, you've got lots of free time on your hands. Yeah, sure. Lots. <laughs> Perfect. That's all I gotta say. Hashtag AW for life. <sighs> oh, I know what I'm gonna do. There it I'm is. gonna buy a replica WCW heavyweight championship belt. Instead of spray painting NWO on it, I'm gonna spray paint AEW on it. Support this. Yeah, I don't support this at all. I support this. I don't <laughs> do it. All right, I will. Fine. Well, I'm gonna buy an old WWE championship and then break it and then duct tape it back together, and I'll get my belt. <laughs> you, know, you know, instead of breaking it, I'm pretty certain somewhere somebody sells a replica of the hardcore title. Yeah, but that that's not that's not authentic. You have to break it and then put it back together. Okay, fine. Hey, you do you, man. Already broken isn't broken. It's how it came. It's a great episode, guys. Hashtag fight me. <laughs> Um, yes, no, it actually was a fantastic episode, and I'm so glad to have my normal co-host here. Looking forward to some of you beautiful people out there on the interwebs and no interwaves. Uh, while I tickle your ears, you're like, oh, I should go do that and tickle somebody else's ears. And we'd love to have you tickling somebody else's ears. Uh, so 
on behalf of all of us here at uh, the most ragtag group of uh, (laughs) vocal uh, bile throwers out with all of our random opinions, uh, we thank you for listening, and we hope that 2019 is the year that you continue. Uh, You can find us on just about any major outlet. I mean, we're on iTunes, we're on the Google Play Store. Uh, Someone told me the other day, you need to be on Spotify. And I was like, I mean, I guess, yeah, but I just didn't really think about that. Just didn't really think about that because I don't usually listen to podcasts on Spotify. But, you know, hey, we'll we'll go go there too. Um, And then keep an eye out. Uh, Like he said, we've got big things. We've got a website planned. You might start seeing a few articles pop up. but keep tuned here. We're gonna within the next month or two, we'll we'll have this down to a science and we'll have it down to a schedule, and you can hear us on a more regular basis, whether that's a good thing or not. So, from all of us here, I am Ace hashtag Want the uh, Hardcore Championship back Spades card. Um, we got Nell uh Nell star hashtag aew for life you can't beat them it's the way to go cancel your wwe network subscription buy in to aew see you do know like they haven't even officially had a show yet right it, yes they have they had all in last year i mean that was an aew show yes it was but, yes it was but but, but it was magical it's weird all of that yeah. got edited out and then just people just heard this weird tone <laughs> i don't understand how that worked god we gotta get we gotta look into that let me let me talk to my editor uh and then we've got uh good old good old jakey poo uh who unfortunately is your still continued reigning quick pop pick'em champion no 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 you did it wrong i am the reigning defending champion of this podcast see he cheated (laughs) Okay, well, I'm not gonna go that far, but if 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 me and Nell do some kind of weird like making sure you lose kind of thing next week, it, I mean, who knows? You know. Uh, okay, hey, 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 Vince McMahon, calm it down. You know, you want Stone Cold to keep the title. <laughs> and that's the bottom line. Stupid. Little, and that's the bottom line. Stupid little upstart. Thank you all for listening. We're going to sign off or else this will just devolve into us not hating on Jake and then somehow Kevin Owens will get involved and then, you know, Slate will just go nuts. Still blocked by him. Oh, there might be a reason. Anyway. Uh, uh, yeah, I called him fat and a poor worker. <laughs> and scene. That's definitely not true. <laughs> it was. It was. Whenever it, it, it had uh, everyone that's... Uh,